the terrain, the spirit, awareness, observation, focus, new realities. Adapting to the terrain is important and necessary. Honesty and most importantly, appreciation for everything that you are going through. Familiar and the unfamiliar. Plenty and plenty to gain from the unfamiliar. As we move on and we venture forward, now we are faced with decisions, tough decisions, tough outcomes. Join me as we venture onto the next journey, the next part, the next Taking the bull by the horns was the next necessary step. A change of attitude as well as approach was a key factor in my mental shift. I had spent the majority of my teenage years going through difficulties, suppressing lots of emotions which were important to my development. This had denied me lots of valuable experiences because of the mental state I found myself in. The first objective was to observe my social circle. My introduction to self-care brought self-awareness about this factor. This is when I got introduced to the idea of who you spend most of your time with is whom you will become. Maturation required that I challenged many of the beliefs I had at the time, especially about the importance of your inner circle. I had always seen it as ways not to cause conflict, so I had left it to chance. In the early stages of self-development, I had started consuming content that had discussed the value of that you are an average of the five people you spend most of your time with. That idea enabled me to have a careful inspection of my social circle. As I matured, so did I start challenging my beliefs of friendship and companionship. The older we got, the more interesting things became. Being friends with the same people I grew up with, I had been mindful of the growth and the attention I paid to those around me. This journey of self-improvement that I was on opened me up to new realities and enabled me to take the next step. The next task at hand was to inspect my social circle. Things were bound to change the older we got. That was a deciding factor in our separating. I felt like I was the only one who demanded more of himself. I wasn't settling for anything less. Since I wasn't going to settle for nothing less than what would have demanded the ultimate best of myself, I decided to cut ties with my friends. I had always felt like I was the only person who wanted change and the next step of the path that I would take would require me to go at it alone. Detecting who was for and against my growth was quite easy. Many of my friends had rejected the idea of change. With each one's interest and mindset defined, the next step was clear as daylight. I had always desired being around company that allowed my capabilities to flourish and to be challenged too. I admire having a growth mindset installed in the group. I was well aware that we were all facing struggles, but regardless, we had to be there for one another 
and persevere through these difficulties. Returning to thyself and learning to be your own best friend was the next step forward. Follow my intuition. New concepts that were key parts in the personal journey that I took. You learn a lot when you're on your own. Give yourself plenty of time to reflect on what you've learned and find means to strengthen and enrich yourself. Now I was seeing my experiences and challenges as means to develop as an adult. From there onwards, I started being clear on what I was going through the journey. This was all about returning to the inner child in me where everything was approached with possibility and enthusiasm. You change your thinking, you change your life. On the start of this new journey, a new path forged. Once the path had been declared, then directing my energy and attention towards a different result was next. I remember previously having a low self-esteem, a result of the poor self-awareness I had at the time. I was in constant reaction to everything happening, a real spectator in my own life. A recipe for disaster is when you're trying to change your mindset for the better. Envious friends who are not happy with themselves, trying their level best to bring you down. I kept at it, trying to improve myself. This led to many of my friends at the time being envious of the personal development I was working on. Once you start taking responsibility for your own growth, you start to irritate those around you. Regardless, it wasn't my fault at all that I had been ambitious and seen more of myself. The company I kept was a threat to the new person I was trying to be, and it was a mountain I eventually had to climb and conquer. The new circumstances I now faced demanded a different approach entirely. This new thinking was new and exciting for me to discover. Self-improvement made me fall in love with the learning process, in fact. I was enthusiastic of this new path and its unpredictability. I decided to face myself and give no more power to my internal situation. I realized I needed to work on being my own savior. It was my task to first observe what was working and what wasn't and make the necessary means to address it. This was about the time I was at my lowest in my self-care journey. The palace and the legacy I had previously built had tumbled. Was I going to cry over the things that weren't in my control? Or was I going to rectify the wrongs by starting afresh for myself? I had to rest with the idea that I didn't have things figured out. Things were meant to fall apart to be put together again, but this time with better connections. Alignment with the new reality ahead. Nothing was fixed. My previous failures were a huge propeller in my movement forward. That was foundation to facilitate better decision making, for future purposes, and also as means to use these experiences to learn more about myself and to facilitate a better self through them. First task was my emotional attachment to my past. 
I always thought the best was always in my past. Learning not to have an emotional attachment to what I went through was the turning point. This instilled in me belief and trust in my previous experiences. This phase taught me the importance of self-confidence and accountability. It was an experience that I had to go through myself. Learning to be my own best friend and returning to that inner child who I was, full of possibilities. This journey had taught me to be more instilled with purpose and will. I was the creator of every experience, taking personal responsibility. In the words of Sadhguru, and I quote, "What life throws at you, you cannot control, but how you react to it, it is a hundred percent your responsibility." Namaste, namaskaring, Zen Master Ngonyan. Many thanks for tuning in for this episode to learn and reflect with me. Your feedback will be highly appreciated and reviews too on all the podcast platforms you are listening on. Until next time, namaste. Mm-hmm.